Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of the Brief Talk podcast. We have a brief tale from for you today. It features someone uh, we've had a request to get on the show. Believe it or not, we were working on it. It is Christian. Welcome. Hello, Tim. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. It's funny because. We got a request this past week of someone saying you needed to be on the podcast because you're all about the swim thong lately, and it's been awesome to see you on Instagram and YouTube. I was very happy that it was already in the works before they sent it in, so they'll be very surprised and happy that it comes out in the next week or so. So, yay! Sounds, sounds like it was meant to be. It was meant to be. I found you on Instagram because I loved your energy, and I'm like, we got to get him on here. You've been doing some amazing things on there, pushing thongs, pushing everything. So, huzzah. Right into our questions. So, people who aren't familiar with your Instagram or who you are, tell our listeners a little bit about you. Sure. Um, So, my name is Christian, full name Christian Ocean. We are based out of... Hawaii. And I say we as in uh, Christian and Cassie. Cassie's my girlfriend. Um, We've been in Hawaii for most of our adult life and we are content creators. Yeah. So a bit of backstory. I I do have a background in in wedding photography and videography and I went to school for business. But when the pandemic hit, her and I had to get creative with our income and we decided to start creating content. Surprisingly, even as things are getting back to normal, we have discovered a way to make this sustainable way of life for us. Uh, Making videos, doing photos, um, basically being internet influencers um, has been our direction. Nice. Very cool. A lot of people had to pivot during the pandemics. It's good to hear that it's worked out so well for you. Tell us about you love the swim thong. You've been going crazy over them. You had a video where you tried to get a friend to wear one who didn't. And I know, I think this past weekend, you had a friend come hang out in thongs. What got you? How did you discover your love of swim thong? Sure. And I I know this podcast also covers underwear as well. And I I do have an underwear where I would say that's kind of how it originated. And you know, it's funny, like you said, the pandemic kind of drove us to do a lot of things we wouldn't have done otherwise and in some ways this is a this is like circling back to something that kind of tugged at me in my childhood and kind of got tucked away for a while and uh, as we you know had regular professions this is really coming full circle back to something that yeah originated when I was a teenager and the best part is that yeah we're able to kind of make a living and a sustainable lifestyle out of it which is which is really a fun coincidence but yeah i would say back when i was maybe in elementary school i have this vivid memory of you know victoria's secret and underwear catalogs coming to my mom to our house you know back in the day we used to get i, I don't think those are a thing anymore but i remember going through like the fredericks of hollywood and the victoria's secret catalogs and i would i would kind of skip to the the back pages and look for the underwear that was for men i wasn't I was curious to see that underwear because, yeah, it's just something that I guess uh, you don't see every day. So it kind of captivated. Yeah. Do you remember these catalogs, Tim? Did you I ever have to do remember these catalogs? Because you'd have like Frederick of Hollywood was another one that only had like the back two pages were men, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Right. So imagine me sneaking one of these catalogs to school as like a kindergartner, maybe first grade. And of course, my teacher, I I was showing 
I was flipping through, the, flipping through the pages to some of my peers and not knowing that anything was wrong with it. And uh, of course, I got someone told on me. And the next thing I knew, my mom uh, was picking me up after school as if I got in trouble. And those mag- those catalogs suddenly got hidden from even, even intercepting the mailman. But yeah, those catalogs got hidden for a while. That is funny, I will say. So how did you go from looking yeah. at the catalogs to buying underwear? Yeah. So, you know, uh, back then I was obviously way too young to be ordering anything for myself and obviously didn't make it in my size. And uh, yeah, I didn't really connect those dots yet until maybe I was uh, a preteen, maybe 12, 13 years old. Mm -hmm. I probably fit like an extra small. But um, funny enough, uh, there was a period where they stopped having pages for men in those catalogs. Like I think Victoria's Secret stopped making things for guys. Same with Fredericks or Hollywood. And then they just suddenly like disappeared all of a sudden. And I always wondered why. And uh, I started taking trips to Thailand. So my, fam- my, ha- my family heritage is Thai. So I would spend summers in Thailand. And Thailand has a much broader selection of underwear when it comes to guy stuff. And yeah, I would kind of run away to the men's department, try to snag a peek at the men's bikinis, string bikinis, thongs. And it, then it was a matter of like, how do I purchase this? How do I... How do I get one of these? Fortunately, you know, in Thailand, people are very open-minded. I have very understanding aunts, uncles, my parents. And I just asked my aunt if she could buy me some underwear. And that is kind of how it started as far as like experimenting with different styles that they didn't have accessible in the U.S. Nice. Yeah, we have always been, except for the 80s, the underwear here has been very boring, very plain, very... Not much fun until recently, so yes, other parts of the world seem to have a much more fun with men's underwear than we do. Right. So going from like whitey tidies, which was which was the only option, you know, Hanes was the only underwear really in the U.S. I would go to Thailand. I'd come home with um, all kinds of brands. I, I'm an Asian. I'm, I come from a very strict Asian family, so I was doing my own laundry from eight years old. So I never had to worry about my mom going through my clothes because I was doing my own my own laundry so it's kind of something like i kind of kept away from my parents knowing about and really anybody because it was just kind of my thing for myself yeah nice that's yes that's what the one reason that taught me uh laundry was my underwear so no one would find it i taught myself how to do one do laundry just for that reason so i'm familiar with that so yeah I'm sure many of our listeners have had the same thing where it's like, oh, I'll do my own laundry now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't find it. <laughs> right, then, right, right, right. And then when family finds it, no one really cares. And it's like, why did I hide that? Oh. What the hell? Right, so, yeah. yeah, exactly. So what made you, now that you determined that you love underwear, which is always a good thing, what made mm. you, because I saw on your Instagram stories you had swim briefs for a while, but now you're transitioning sure. just to the thongs. So what made you go full on thong for swimming? Yeah, so I will. um, So so one more connecting story here is is kind of like my first experience seeing uh, another man wearing a swim thong. It was also like a teenage memory. Maybe I was thirteen or fourteen, but it was in Thailand. I remember this guy, very masculine, extremely fit and ripped, and he's just 
hanging out at the pool in a thong and then he's like swimming laps in a thong and i was like wow this guy this guy's pretty cool like he he's owning this i've never seen anybody wear so little in public and i think i might have told myself back then i said you know what one day i i think i want to be this guy i think one day i want to have this kind of confidence to be able to strut around in a swim thong like nobody like nobody cares and and just do it and i think that's really what triggered me to do it as an adult but i had to of course, build the confidence to get there, which took a lifetime of, you know, gym, getting tattoos that I was very proud of. And yeah, so I think it wasn't until recently, like I said, this is like a full circle story where here I am as a grown adult, mustering the courage to go from a Speedo to a thong. So the Speedo was basically because, so my girlfriend, she does diving. She, she grew up doing diving her whole life. And I started kind of learning some basic tricks and some basic jumps from different heights. And, and that was a thing that was from taking a trip in Europe last year. And that's kind of how the Speedo, kind of the Speedo craze started. And then once I got over the, the fear of, of Speedos, which I look back and I'm like, I don't even know why I was so self-conscious about Speedos. Nothing. I think making this next jump to song was about again reconnecting like this childhood memory really masculine powerful guy that doesn't care what people think um has a beautiful body and and also you know wants to get a really good even 10 you know my butt is very white i have a very prominent speedo 10 white butt and i'm i'm enjoying the idea of that white butt being brown (laughs) with the rest of my with with the rest of color yeah nice yeah that's cool yeah and it's funny because you did something a lot of the guys are, are not doing is a lot of them are going straight to the swim thong and skipping the speedos. because. Mm-hmm. But you went the route of, okay, you're wearing the speedo and now you're wearing the swim thong, which is awesome because we believe you should wear what you want to wear. Right. Just have fun, be you, and have fun at it. That's, a, that's our motto here. So what are some of your favorites and we'll go with underwear and swimwear since you like sure. both. What are some of your favorites right now? What are your must-haves in your drawer? Yeah, so you know, a lot of our fans or subscribers, um, they love the idea of, of me and thongs in general and I hate to break it to all of them because uh, many of them think about me wearing thongs to, you know, every day, under my jeans, to the gym and actually I, I don't really do that so much. Actually, honestly never. And mainly because I am really a boxer briefs kind of guy. I, I like the functionality of boxer briefs. So actually my underwear collection is really not as exciting as my swimwear side um, because I think I really enjoy the best part. The part I enjoy about it the most is really uh, being outside, being in the water, being seen. I kind of like that attention and you don't really get that attention wearing underwear. I mean, I get it from my girlfriend, but she'd much rather see me naked <laughs> than in a thong. <laughs> stay on very long when it's at home but you know the swim thong yeah again it's about the getting the tan getting seen and and, um so favorite brands for underwear i'm really big into calvin klein just because it's comfortable it's reasonably priced can't really go wrong with calvin klein as far as the swimwear side and i have tried lots of different brands anything i've tried into one i've tried skin swear i've tried hum and i'm a sucker for charlie by by mz and i yeah, I know that's kind of like the upper echelon, like the luxury end of the thongs. And I get how expensive it is. It's very painful to make those purchases. By far the most comfortable, the best fit. 
um, the best coverage as far as not being super bulgy and not being too transparent because I'm I'm kind of a bit conservative when it comes to I know I'm wearing a thong but I don't want to be showing like my dick to to minors and being too bulgy as if I'm trying to you know be in people's face with my my private parts but um, yeah so that's kind of why I'm really big on on Charlie. Nice. Those are some. That's a good brand. Uh, we have quite a few who enjoy that as well. So you have friends who you have tried to get wear swim thongs. If you go watch his YouTube channels, we'll link in the description so you can go over and check it out if you haven't already. And you've had a friend who did come and hang out and swim in thongs. What is your friend's reaction to your thongs? What is that? Sure. Thing? Yeah. So. So I'm excited that uh, that I was able to get a foot on board, and it's really started an uh, interesting conversation with with my friends in general. And uh, the good news is that it won't be the last. We have all kinds of episodes in the works involving more of my friends, both on the conservative side and on the open-minded side. So you're going to see a combination of responses. But in general, I have to say my friends are awesome. They're very open-minded. They're non-judgmental. We're fortunate to be in a day and age where Honestly, there could be worser uh, fetishes and interests. I don't mean to say worse. There could be extreme, more weird, you know, I, forgive there's me on more, my language here. But, there's more out yeah. there, over-the-top fetishes than underwear and swimwear. Correct, correct. Yeah. It makes swimwear seem very mild when you put it against all the other, you know, kinks and interests out there. So, in general, I would say 95% of my friends are cool. Um, they, you know, again, they love my Something I get here a lot is, you know, you would, you could pull it off, like you would pull it off. And I think it's totally fine. They don't care what I do. And the response of, and then whether they would participate, um, I think, I think it's important they, they do the, the, also the Speedo progression as well. So I, I give them the option between those Speedos first. You know, I don't expect you to go straight to song. So the guy that actually did wore the song in the pool, both of them, they both had experience with Speedos already. So although it seemed like a huge jump to them, they actually have done Speedos with me in the past. Uh, I didn't get it on video. But um, I would say I think it's important to, because I think going from board shorts your entire life to anything less than, whether it's skimpy, you know, Speedo or Thunk, it's a huge jump. So I think it's fair to give the opportunity to, to go in steps. I agree. Like I said, there are some out there who just jumped right in, but I did the same thing where I went from the Speedo. I've, I've worn thongs in the past, but I prefer the Speedo. But that's that's just my opinion. You wear what you want to wear. So that's awesome to hear. And it's pretty fun that you're getting your friends involved, which a lot of people don't have that kind of friends to get involved with. So that's awesome. You know, I think people might be surprised as to how supportive their friends would be. I think it takes a little bit of courage initially to be like, hey, dude, you want to wear this swimsuit with me? Because there's, you know, there's the fear of judgment, there's the fear of rejection. And I think you may be surprised within your circle. They may be a lot more supportive than you may think they are. And even there is uh, what came as a surprise. And I think in general, it's much easier to do something collectively as a group than to do something by yourself. That's true. That is very true. I will attest to that. When you have a group in Speedos or Thongs, it's much better than just a solo person running around and people go, what's he doing? I've been that guy on the beach with only one in a Speedo, so yeah, I know I know that. And I didn't hey. care, so I was like, whatever. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And people probably were like, I wish I could do that. I would have gone, you can. Just go buy one. 
that's all you need to do. Totally, and and especially where we live in Hawaii, where I would say surprisingly people people are very conservative. I, I am usually the only guy in the speedo at the beach. I'm the only guy in the speedo at the pool, and um, and I and yeah, be doing it alone is a lot a lot more intimidating. But almost every time, I get a really nice compliment from a complete stranger. Sometimes from women, sometimes from men, and that really is encouraging. That's amazing. That's awesome. That's awesome to hear because. I think more so lately than before, people are more open to it than, say, 10 years ago, and more want to do it because we had some, who was it? I was trying to remember where I heard the story, and I don't remember if it was on a podcast or someone I talked to on Instagram where he wore a Speedo, that he was the only guy wearing it, and then another guy came up to him, it was on a podcast, came up to him and said, uh, you look great. I wish I could wear one and it's like, cause he was there with his wife or girlfriend and he was with his wife, I think. So, so it's great to know that it's not just gay guys now with more guys are doing it. Everyone's wanting to do it, which is amazing. So, yeah. So let's talk about your Instagram and your YouTube. The reaction I imagine has been pretty good on Instagram and YouTube with the videos and the pictures with the thongs. Is that a fair assumption to say? Yeah. Well, my girlfriend and I, we started in OnlyFans a few years ago, and we really didn't know what to do with our Instagram because of all the rules regarding, you know, explicit uh, sexual content. It's been very... Um, a bitch, let's just say. Yeah, yeah. They've been very... Um, they're more on the conservative side, and, and we've already... I think we already exhausted like two out of our three strikes. So we need to be careful, but yeah, we kind of just let it, you know, sit at a standstill for a while, not really knowing what to post. And, and we tried different directions, like doing the whole interracial couple thing, like the Asian male, white female, that's like a whole movement, mm -hmm. um, you no know, existed. And then we really couldn't gain any traction. And it wasn't until, yeah, fairly recently, maybe like a month ago, I decided to like, I'm going to start posting. I have all these photos of me in speedos, collected over the past year and and fortunately we travel all around the world going to exotic locations and i'm like you know i'm gonna start posting i'm gonna start posting some photos of me in speedos and see what happens and yeah to my surprise we started getting a slow trickle of new followers that are definitely more part of that community and and then once we started kind of partnering with other bigger accounts people that you know they, they do a lot of reposts or they're like a little bit of somewhat of a database of like people and phones then we started seeing like really a lot of traction uh, and nothing crazy. We're still, you know, shy of 1500 followers, but going from like 500 to over a thousand, I think is pretty impressive in a week. Yes. Yeah. And then so much uh, encouragement through comments, through direct messages, through reposts and realizing that there is a much bigger community out there that I didn't know existed. And it, whether it, whether people make the connection to our OnlyFans account or not, I think we're happy to be kind of pushing the swimwear thong stuff, um, even on its own, because it's it's really fun and enjoyable for, for me. Nice. Yeah. And then unlike days past, because when we first started the blog and everything, it was in 2008. So it's been been a while. It was mainly gay men who loved underwear, who loved swimwear. And now it's really in the last, I would say, six, seven years, really branched out into the straight world as well. So it's no longer just you have gay guys following you, you have straight guys following you who love what you're doing. 
uh, women, whatever, following because they want to see guys in this. So now it's a mix of everyone, which is amazing to see that it's not just a small subset. I'm sure you're probably yeah. seeing that as well, that, yeah, you have gay guys following, but you have straight guys going, hey, look at that. Cool. He can do it. I can too. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's really interesting to see. And not only different orientations, but we really have like an international audience. You have, I have people from Europe, people from Asia, all parts of the world kind of reaching out and saying, hey, I like what you're doing. It's really interesting to follow you know, your journey. And maybe one day I'll have the guts to like wear my swim thong in public. So, so hearing, seeing messages like that, it's, it's nice to know that, you know, our content is being received on, on like a deeper level to where maybe we could influence one in their daily life. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing I really liked about your account and your videos is you're super positive. You're super upbeat about everything. So including the swimwear and, whatnot so that was really cool to see that you're inspiring to more than just hey look at me i'm hot but hey you can wear this you're pretty personable so that's one thing i really liked as well that's another reason i wanted you on the thank podcast thank you thank you yeah you know and i think um people might forget you know I, I wasn't like born with you know a muscular body and and obviously i have i have much more I want to improve on like physically, but yeah, you know, I used to be an awkward teen. I used to be really skinny, you know, buck 15 pounds out of college or out of high school and, you know, building the confidence with to be, you know, be who I am in my own skin with the body that I have. It, it took a lifetime. Really. I, I probably couldn't have done this 20 years ago, although I probably wish I did, but I think it's important to remember kind of where you come from and be humble and, I, I actually do enjoy the engagements in the engagement side of the account. I mean, yeah, posting photos is fun. Seeing comments is fun, but I am connecting with people privately. I do respond to messages. I am wondering at what point will the messages be so excessive where I can't keep up with it, but I don't want to be one of those accounts where I'm out of reach and unreachable or too good to talk to people. People are always presently surprised when I do talk back to them and personable because yeah, this is about, you know, again, connecting people for some people, this may be all they have as far as their community. So that there's some responsibility with that. Exactly. And I think you've learned, too, that the men's underwear swimmer world is really a friendly place. Uh, you have some people who are kind of like, eh. But for the most part, you can meet some really nice, cool people out there. I've met a ton of people over the years that have turned into friends who've turned into really good friends. And, you know, it just happened over underwear, which amazes right. people to this day. They'll be like, oh, I know so-and-so, or I've had opportunities happen because of underwear. And people are like, how did this happen? I was like, underwear? And they're like, what? I'm like, yep. <laughs> yep. I've had sure. tons of things happen. And it's because you know people and you – you meet different people from different walks of life you never would have met before. So that's that's the amazing thing about this industry. And that's why I love it and have done the block for so long. Thanks. So you do reviews on Instagram as well, which is awesome. I've always tried to do video reviews and find people to do them. And it's always a pulling teeth. But uh, mm. so, so when mm. I saw yours, I was like, finally, someone doing video reviews. Hallelujah. What is yeah. what makes a good pair of underwear to you in a review? What makes 
makes a pair stand out or swimwear or whatever stand out yeah. to you? What, yeah. What's your gold standard? Yeah, so I would say, yeah, let's separate in two different categories here. So what makes a good pair of underwear to me is is comfort. Comfort because I'm wearing it all day. I'm, I have, so I have a bit thicker legs and a bigger butt and, and I'm short. So I have a bit of an awkward shape like i'm between and i'm also kind of between sizes sometimes i'm a small sometimes i'm a medium okay. so i think comfort is for one the biggest standard and that would be i guess the looks the looks of it because like i said no one really sees it except me and my girlfriend and my girlfriend and would much rather see me walk around naked so yeah i don't i don't have a huge underwear audience on the swimwear side it'd be almost the opposite well actually swimwear would be would be everything matters so both comfort and looks would be my criteria as well as how appropriate it is for public use so again like there's a lot of brands that are super bulgy or they have these enhancing pouches which you know if you're a go-go boy or shirt, hey that you might need that i i can relate but for the pool i'm not trying to draw more attention to my my private parts so i would want something a bit more conservative or a bit more um not so revealing nice now I'm enjoying the videos. It's it's great to see. Insta- uh, YouTube can be just as fickle as uh, YouTube. I mean, uh, Instagram. So yeah, it's mm. it's crazy because we had a video review. They got almost got a million views. We're just as close wow. to a million views, and they're like, oh, "You violate our standards." Sorry, and I'm going. Wow. Ah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's annoying. <laughs> YouTube is something we're, I'm still learning about. I don't quite understand all the inner workings of it as far as like what's allowed, what's not allowed, like when to post, how to build an audience. I'm kind of just letting it grow organically. And I, I was watching a video the other day about I was giving advice on how to grow your channel and basically just post videos and, you know, stay true to your theme and your messaging. If you can have like greater purpose, like a greater theme to your content that that usually captivates people I, I do want my videos to be informative so I, I like when people tell me things like you know because of your video i i've decided to make this purchase i mean that that's like a success video where maybe someone was on the fence and they didn't want to quite make you know make the investment especially if these items are like non-exchangeable or non-returnable yep. um it, it like that someone can come to my channel and maybe learn something that helps make helps them in making a buying decision well, I can share inside because we do our reader survey every year, which we're in the middle of right now. And reviews are one of the most important things to them, just for those reasons you stated. Because if you're going to drop down $50, $60, $70 on a pair of swimwear, and it's a brand right. you don't know, you want to find someone who likes similar things to you and go, all right, did they like it? What did they have to say about it? What were the drawbacks? So, yeah, that's the one thing that gets people to buy or reviews because there's nothing worse than buying something and be going, oh, I hate this, and now I can't return it. Right. So, right. Yeah. And um, I also appreciate, you know, the opportunity that that um, comes with, like, collaborating with different designers. So I, I have had someone reach out to me. I'll, I'll wait till the review comes out. But they basically said, hey, I'm going to send you a bunch of items. It'd be great if you could review them, take photos, take videos. And and really, I, I would love, uh, I, I really, uh, that's a very flattering um, opportunity. And, you know, I'm not really trying to do this for 
any ulterior motive as far as trying to get paid. I mean, I just, again, I, I enjoy being a, t- a guinea pig for if something works or not. And um, so, yeah, if there's anyone listening that wants me to try their brands, like I'm very uh, responsive and I uh, can produce whatever content you want to help you out. Nice. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Working with brands is fun. I will say I've done it many years. Uh, so if you ever need any help, connecting with some brands that I know I will gladly do that uh-huh. I know a ton of people out there so yes plus you got great content so that's another reason to send you over their way so yeah awesome I think that is all my questions except for one which is the most important one is where can everyone find you on social media and the web the easiest way is to go to our link tree if you do link tree backslash Christian and Cassie common spelling Christian with C Cassie IE link tree is basically yeah where you can find all of our different links to our OnlyFans to our Instagram account to our Twitter account and also to my YouTube channel that's probably the easiest thing to remember Christian and Cassie um, that's also our Instagram handle so Instagram.com slash Christian and Cassie one word that's the easiest way to find us and based on what you're looking for you can find photos of me and my friends in different swimwear you can find my youtube uh, underwear and swimwear review videos if you're looking for more explicit content then we have an OnlyFans account as well both a subscription based account as well as a free account where it's pay-per-view um, we appreciate anyone that reaches out and connects with and wants to connect with us we also extra uh, travel extensively so we are planning to be relocating to is Florida, is that considered the South? Are we coming to the South? That, that is considered the South, yes. You'll be you'll be a neighbor. Okay, we'll be the neighbors of the South. Um, but we also, we do Europe every summer. We do, we go across the country every year. So we um, we love to collaborate on whatever level it is, even if it's just hanging out at the beach or to the pool. We're really flexible and looking to meet other like-minded people. Awesome. Well, it's been amazing to have you on today. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. And I knew Thanks it would be because you're energetic and fun and positive. So I was like, yay. So you know where to find us. Uh, so hopefully we'll get you back on for another show sometime soon. Uh, it would be great to sure. have you on another show. And I hope everyone has an amazing week. And we'll have another podcast for you very soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much.